0: CHAPTER TWELVE OF DON A RUNAWAY DOG BY RICHARD BARNUM This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Hirsch CHAPTER TWELVE DON AND THE BEAR Don did not know very much about parties, especially girls' parties. On the farm there had never been any parties, except for boys, and those were mostly fishing or nutting parties. Don never wore any ribbons to those. This party that Alice gave was quite different. Don was led into the parlor, and he saw many little girls sitting about, all wearing white dresses with sashes of different colored ribbons. Some of the sashes were almost as large as the little girls themselves. On the other side of the room were the boys, and they wore black suits and large white collars. Aha, thought Don. It must be Sunday, the reason they are all dressed up so nicely. And that's why I have to wear a red ribbon. Yes, it must be Sunday. On the farm, you see, Don had seen Bob and the others put on different clothes for Sunday, and he thought it was that way now but it was only Alice's party. "'Oh, what a lovely big dog!' cried the girls as Alice led Don in. "'Is he yours?' "'We found him in the pound,' answered Alice. "'And he can do tricks, too.' Alice had found this out soon after bringing Don to her home, and she and her father had put the dog through all the tricks that he could perform. "'Hello, Don!' cried Rex, who was lying on a blue silk cushion. "'You want to behave your prettiest now, old chap. This is a party, you know.' "'Yes,' said Don, barking softly. He was afraid to bark too loudly for fear of knocking down some of the vases from the mantle. "'Now, Don,' said Alice, "'show the girls and boys how you stand up on your hind legs.' Don kindly did this trick for Alice, as he had been used to doing it for Bob. Then he did others, and the boys and girls clapped their hands and laughed. Then, when Don had finished his trick of marching around like a soldier dog with a broom for a gun, a boy, larger than any of the others at the party, came into the parlor. As soon as Alice saw him, she ran up to him, crying, Oh, Cousin Bob, I was afraid you couldn't come. You live so far off in the country, but I'm awfully glad you came to my party. So am I, Cousin Alice, said the big boy. I came on the train. I wouldn't miss one of your parties for anything. Why, you have a new dog, he exclaimed as he saw Don. Yes, answered Alice. I got him out of the pound where they had taken Rex and— Then suddenly Alice stopped talking, for her cousin Bob, who had come all the way from the country to her birthday party, stood looking at Don in a queer way, and Don was looking at Bob. Why, 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 began Bob. That dog, he looks just like, why, I believe it's my dog, Don, that ran away from the farm a long while ago, he cried it's don don was barking now he did not care how many vases he jarred from the mantle bow wow he barked of course i'm don and you're my master bob i know you he sprang toward the boy and rising up put his paws on bob's shoulders licking his master's face and hands with his tongue Oh, look, cried the boys and girls. It's another trick. No, this isn't a trick, said Bob. It's just that Don is glad to see me again, aren't you, old fellow? Don barked, and whined, and wagged his tail and tried to do a half dozen things at once. He was so glad to see Bob again, and Bob was so glad to get his pet dog back and he put his arms around his neck and hugged him tightly. Oh, Don, cried Bob, where have you been all these weeks? Of course Don could not tell, and Bob could only guess. And is he really your lost dog? asked Alice of Bob. He certainly is, answered Bob, laughing. But it is the strangest thing to find him at your party. Where did you get him? Then Alice told of how her pet Rex had been taken away and how she had found him in the pound and how Rex seemed to want Don to come home with him. "'And so we brought him and have kept him ever since,' said Alice. "'But of course you can have him now, Bob.' "'Thank you,' said Bob. So it turned out that Don found his master again in a very strange way." "'And to think that I found Don this time,' cried Bob. "'We missed him so at the farm. "'Squinty the pig runs out of his pen very often, "'and Don was the only one who could get him back. "'Yes, we need Don at the farm. "'Will you be glad to go back there, Don?' asked Rex, "'for the two dogs understood something of what was going on. "'Yes.' I think I shall be glad to get back," answered Don. "It was very nice here, of course," he said, "and I like you very much, but I need room to run about. Some day I hope you will come to the country and see me." "Perhaps I shall," said Rex. "If I come, I shall probably come in the automobile, though, and sleep on my blue silk cushion. I am so used to that. Then the party went on, Don doing more tricks for Bob, and how the other boys and girls laughed and clapped their hands. "'I wonder how I can get Don home,' said Bob when the party was over, after the children had eaten ice cream and cake. "'You can ride to the farm in Father's Automobile,' said his cousin Alice. "'And Don can ride with you. That's how we brought him from the pound.' That will be a good way, said Bob. The next day, after Don had said goodbye to Rex, he was taken back to the farm in the automobile. Well, this is certainly better than running along on three legs, thought Don, whose sore foot was all well now. When they were halfway to the farm, the automobile had to stop because all the wind came out of one of the big tires, and James... The chauffeur-man, who steered the machine, had to get out to put on a new tire. While Bob and Alice, who rode with Bob carrying Rex in her arms, were waiting under the shade of a tree beside the road, they heard a bugle horn playing. "'What's that?' cried Alice. "'Soldiers?' "'It sounds more like the horn of a fisherman,' said Bob. But it was neither one.' Don smelled a strange, wild animal smell in the air, like the one coming from the circus passing along the road the day Squinty, the comical pig, had run away. Then around a bend in the road came two men, one of them leading a big bear by a chain, and the other carrying the horn. Oh, it's a bear, cried Alice. I'm afraid. Don't be afraid, said Bob. It's only a tame, trained bear. Don and Rex both barked at the bear. But to their surprise, the bear spoke to them in animal language. Don't be afraid, the bear said kindly. I won't hurt anyone. I'm only going to do some tricks. And when the men spoke to him, he turned somersaults, marched around like a soldier with a wooden gun, and climbed a telegraph pole. "'Isn't that a pretty good trick?' asked the bear. "'It certainly is,' said Don. "'I can do some tricks, but I can't climb telegraph poles.' "'Oh, I can do other things, too,' said the bear. "'I have lots of fun going about the country with my masters.'" And in another book, to be called Dido the Dancing Bear, I shall tell you what happened to the big shaggy creature. Soon the automobile tire was mended and away went Bob and Alice again, with Don and Rex leaving Dido the bear sitting on the grass with the two men, eating a bun. A little later Don was back on the farm again and everyone was glad to see him after all his adventures. And as soon as he could, Don ran out to see Squinty, the comical pig. "'Where in the world have you been, Don?' asked Squinty. "'Oh, pretty nearly all over,' answered Don. "'Has anything happened here since I've been gone?' "'Oh, I was bought by a boy, and I ran away, and I went up in a balloon, "'and I had many adventures,' said Squinty. "'But I was glad to get back to the farm again.' So am I, said Don, and then he went to look for a juicy bone, and so we will say good-bye to Don the Runaway Dog. End of Chapter 12 Recording by Tom Hirsch End of Don a Runaway Dog, His Many Adventures by Richard Barnum